Titanic. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm, I'm going to make some statements this morning that church normally do not make. For instance, <coughs> we've been preaching the cross, but not the sun. Are you listening? Yeah. <coughs> we've been preaching the cross, but not the sun. And I'm of the opinion that people, people have said this years ago. That you cannot separate the cross and the sun. I believe that. But we have done that. <coughs> we have separated the cross from the sun. And although we say we cannot separate the cross from the sun. We have to in the season. This is a season of doctrine. Okay, let, let me say this is a season of word. It's not just church that God is concerned about. God is concerned about the whole world. But in John chapter 3 verse 16 he says, God so loved the world that he sent his only begotten son. It does not say he sent the cross. It does not say he sent the healer or a redeemer. He sent his son. Now the quicker church in general can understand son, the quicker this world will get delivered. Romans chapter 8 says the whole of creation, the whole of creation with earnest expectation and desire and anticipation waits for the manifestation of the sun in the suns. Okay, the whole world waits just as God sent the sun in John 3.16 He's sending a sun forth now. Good news for you. God said, I'm tired of my people's immaturity. We have gifts, we have talents, we have skills, we have numbers, we have programs, yes. But without the sun, we have nothing. He that had the sun hath life. Okay? He that had the sun hath life. But before I go any, any, any further, can I ask you, Debbie, if you had something to say, you can say whatever you say. There's nothing to say. No. <laughs> okay. My dear? I started <laughs> If you, uh, Let me just say to you, if you want to be prophetic, also we, we allow that, eh? Okay. You can do whatever you want to do. Maybe I caught you unawares. But you're a prophet, no. you're not supposed to. Yes. You're no, actually higher than a prophet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just a little bit of my testimony. Um, I am preaching the second coming of Jesus Christ. Um, come from an unbelieving faith. Um, lost a lot, had a lot of storms. I'm just doing it in a nutshell. It's very long. Um, but through my storms, um, I was contemplating suicide. I lost my husband. Um, so a lot of storms came through and I was standing on a rock ready to jump into the ocean in KZN down on the south coast at Ifafa Beach and I cried out to God I stopped believing in anything the day that I was going to um, give my heart to the Lord um, that I came so far um, and I spoke to my husband about it the next day my husband committed suicide so I said no I can't believe in this Jesus anymore because now my life got even worse and um, so it never got better until it led me to the 1st of October 2011 where I stood on that rock and I was crying out to God. And I said to him that 
I know you're there. I know you can hear me, uh, but I can't continue this journey. I've decided to end my life. Uh, but the only thing was that during uh, my teachings, even in Hinduism, we know suicide is not of God. Um, so I said to him, if I jump into this ocean, uh, if he could send his angels to pick me up, I want to come back home to him and not go anywhere else, not be lost. I haven't read the Bible or studied the Bible or even was interested in Christianity. <clears throat> but in any case, uh, on the day when I got onto that rock, a huge storm rose up all of a sudden. It was a nice, calm, hot day. And the next minute we had gushing winds, sand was picking up. All those beach goers that were there were all leaving the beach. Fishermen left the beach and I was standing there alone. And this, I felt her spirit take over my body and it, I just became like a zombie. I'm there but I'm stuck. <coughs> and it just, it just said walk. And I started stepping onto that rock. And I came like about one and a half meter before it drops. And I stood there and I'm completely numb. I can't feel anything, can't do anything. And then I've, this cloud that flew above, the white clouds were flying above. And the cloud just hung over me. And I just looked up at the cloud and I just started talking to God. Never heard God's voice before, never had any testimonies, nothing whatsoever. And then I heard this loud, loud audible <coughs> voice from that cloud pierced through. And he said, my child, I said to him, I want to die. I trust nobody. I had a lengthy conversation with him, pouring my heart out to him. And then he started to speak. And he said, my child, I want you to look down here. And he split that ocean up before my eyes. He split the entire ocean up. And he showed me the bed of that ocean and I could see rocks at the bed of the ocean. And he said to me, if you're going to jump into this ocean, be prepared to be battered, beaten, torn, ripped apart before your soul departs. You're not going to have an easy death. You're going to have an excruciating death. His voice was very loud. There was a storm. The tide was high, but he was loud and audible. And then I said, I understand what you're saying, God, but, I, but you don't understand what I'm going through right now. He listened to my entire conversation and then I said to him, um, just give me an answer, yes or no, should or shouldn't I jump into this ocean? Um, if I do, give me your word that you will receive me. And long story short, I'm just cutting it through. Um, he came through um, while standing there, I waited for an answer, he gave me no answer. Um, I know the time when I was going to do that, he said to me, but what? What's going to happen to your children? And I said, why do you ask me that question? Because there's, there's millions of children that are orphans upon the earth. Because he said to me, they're going to be orphans. And I said, why do you ask me? Then he said, but what about your parents? You love them so much. I said, I'm not interested in anyone right now. I want to come home. Sure. I'm tired. And the next <coughs> minute, um, <coughs> while standing on the rock, the, the, the waters begin to close. It just hit and it sprayed. And still looking, still waiting for an answer, he stopped talking to me and I said, I said, what happened, God? And, but on the corner of my eye, I saw, I saw like a material waving in the wind, but I, di I didn't see, I know I was standing alone. I know nobody was there with me. And on the corner of my eye, I could see something and the spirit is telling me, turn and look at him. 
But when I turned, I had to look up. He was absolutely humongous, tall. And he was wearing a brown robe, a long brown robe. And then I turned back and I said, what happened, God? I never asked for Jesus. Why did you send Jesus to me? It was Jesus standing in full form next to me. And then the Spirit said to me, be obedient, turn and look at him again. And I turned and I looked at him in his face. It's like all that heaviness that I had in me, everything that was in me, it was like just sucked up from me. And I could see it. His face turned pale. The sorrows and pains that I was feeling was in him. Hmm. And then I said, okay, God, um, uh, you know what? If it's meant for me to become a Christian, to receive Christ, then I will do it. So that's all I thought. I'm meant to be a Christian. And then I gave my heart to the Lord immediately. <clears throat> Jesus came down. He put his hands around my, because he was very tall. He put his hands around my, around my, my shoulders. He turned me away from the ocean. He came down to my ear and he whispered, you shall never walk alone, my child. He took my hands and he walked me out of that rock. Mm. <clears throat> that I thought, okay, this is it. I'm here to be a Christian. But every day, the Lord appeared to me. Every day. There was no man that taught me. There was no man that changed me. I'm not going to give glory to man or anyone. It was all with the Lord. Every day he came to me in my sorrows. I was taken to court by my very own family who accused me of killing my husband. And while sitting in the courthouse, I just like was so hurt by the things that they were saying, accusations, the persecution was so heavy. Well, my entire family, we all un were all unbelievers. And I just looked and I said, Lord, where are you? You said you'll never leave me. Um, and the next minute from in that courtroom, right from, from, from the rooftop, from the heavens, he just came in full light and he sat beside me. And then he said, turn and look at them. And I wasn't ready to turn and look at my family that was sitting on my right. And I turned towards the window. And he said, my child, turn and look at them. I said, no, Lord, I can't. And he took his fingers, he placed it onto my face, and he pushed me. And he said, look at them. They are sitting with their earthly brothers and sisters, husbands and wives. He said, rejoice, my child, you're sitting with your heavenly father. Mm -hmm. So that, <clears throat> the, you know, the, the, the glory of God just kept on filling me. And every need, everything that I had to do, he was there. <clears throat> he used to come every night to my bedside. He will take me supernaturally and show me things that are happening in the world. He'll show me things. He will minister to me. He will talk to me and talk to me. And well, three months into Christianity, he moved me out from my hometown, Sezela on the south coast, into Phoenix. And before moving me there, he gave me a dream. And in the dream, I saw the Lord walking before me and he took me into a huge, like an Amazon forest. And he was walking, and I'm walking behind him. He just said, follow me, my child. And I followed him into the forest, and he was slaying all these vines. There was no pathway. There was no way. He was making a way in that forest. And he was just slashing down those vines. There were hardly any light coming, penetrating into that. It was like dense. It's just like streaks of lights. Very little were coming into the forest. And we come right to... The end, I don't know, he, he took me right very deep into that forest and I, he stopped and I bumped him from the back and then he took me on the side and I saw abandoned house 
and it's been for years i don't know how long but it's been abandoned um empty and there was a board a wooden board like an arrow shaped you know back in the days and would chalk it was written school for jesus mm. and he said come with me my child and he took me into that home and he started cleaning that home up and he said this is where you will be this is my school this is where i'm going to do your training and lots of visions lots of dreams my first 40 day fasting in 2012 he said i need you to fast and i said lord how do you how do christians fast i fasted as a hindu we ate vegetables um so he said uh, fast however you want to so i asked my neighbor how do christians fast she said no it's a daniel fast now and i said what what do you do she said no we can't partake and eat vegetables we don't partake of meat so i said no that is me in do again you know mm. i want to do something different so the lord said do it however you want to do it so i i did a 40 day fasting on the 30th day of my 40 days um the lord was still teaching me and equipping me but on the 40 days he asked me to go into my room he said you will call this your prayer room your prayer closet you will go and pray there and you will not open your eyes you will shut your eyes you will pray when i'm done when i say i'm done with you then you can open your eyes i said okay lord so i took a quilt i put it on the floor and i sat there and i prayed well we were like hindus we were used to sitting in the lotus form and you know praying and mm. meditating um but i just went there sat there and i just started praying and saying lord there goes i don't know what you're going to show me i don't know what's going to happen but in any case yera yera i am and i prayed and while sitting on that floor um uh, the lord appeared to me and i know i had my eyes shut and um i said lord uh, but i could see things now I could see things even with my eyes shut it was the first time and uh, then he said to me my child remember do not open your eyes he took me deeper and he started to reveal and show me things but it was quite scary because all i could see was demons gather legions of them and i um, became afraid but uh he opened my eyes he showed me everything in the spiritual realm in the spiritual realm there's not only demons there's angels everything in the spirit um in a nutshell i had to do like 340 days in the first 3 years of my walk with the lord and he will call it up anytime the fast and i will be obedient and i will do it and um during the fast he strengthened me during the fast he started to show me greater things um he took me into three heavens there's three heavens um there's two books of life there's a lamb's book of life and the book of life which belongs to the father uh the lamb's book of life is bringing souls back to the kingdom of god through jesus christ the book of life is every one that was created by god the father the names have been there and he took me into the throne room that was my final one he showed me um the the, the throne room i entered there i've seen the angels in operation a lot of people ask me did you see mother mary did you see anybody i'm going to be very honest there were not a woman in the throne room there was no woman they were only men Sons. angels the they were saints. yeah they were only Sons. men that were in that throne room and 
I was taken up by the senior angel into his throne room. I've seen the throne, I, my mouth hung open because I heard of this now when I became a Christian, that God is seated, he's in the throne room, and that's where judgment is gonna take place. So I said, Lord, I said, I don't know why I'm here, but they said, this is your job, you are chosen. Uh, the angels of the Lord gathered, when they gathered around me, they asked me, are you the chosen one? Um, they asked, did they find the right person for the right job? Um, I said, I don't know, but I was taken there to do something. I know for a job, but I didn't know what job. And, um, well, he did take me up. The kingdom of God is awesome. It's beautiful. Um, lots of workers. God has entrusted men in many ways. He's trusted, entrusted them to do uh, his works, to carry out his mandate here upon the earth. But for some reason that's been disintegrated. Not all the men are living according to what God called them to do. <coughs> um, not coming against anybody, but the women have become the driving force. The women have become the driving force. A lot of them don't like women preachers. They don't like women uh, in ministry. Um, I had a lot of attacks in that in that aspect but I said Lord you ordained me you brought me forth um, when he ordained me he said go clean up this earth for my coming prepare the land for my coming go and preach the end times so we're just not preaching the second coming of Jesus Christ we are also calling for final judgment that's gonna come upon the earth and the prophecies, the book of Revelation <clears throat> is all coming alive now. It's all alive. We are moving in that end times. Um, there's a lot of attacks over ministers now. And you can see with governments and with all the new legislations and changing everything around as to what God called it and what we need to stand on God's words. The one thing the Lord said to me is that uh, I'll create in the prophetic, but he's called me as an apostle now, to go and bring forth the anointing over the children of God. Release the anointing. Go and make discipleships. Go and network. As Christians, that's what we're supposed to do. Another thing about Christians, the Lord says, he said, I do not want Christians. I want believers. Mm -hmm. yes. I need believers. He said Christians were just a nickname, uh, a distinct name for um, a mocking name. They call them, the Romans call them Christians. Christ, Ian's Christ followers. He doesn't want us to follow him blindly. He wants us to believe, to stand upon the word of God. We are in the season of Joel 2.28, uh, where, the, where there's an outpouring of his spirit. And to tell you the truth, South Africa is a chosen land. Many of them are running away. They're scared. Well, they have the money, they can run. <laughs> but we who just survive, we're here. But we're here for a plan and a purpose. Mm. You know, Jeremiah 29, 11, he said, plans to prosper you, not mm. to harm you. Mm. And if you stand believing, you know, God's going to, we're going to, we're going to go receive him. And we, in order for us to push into the ministry, it's also we need to die to self. 
in order to, to live for Christ. We need to die to self. We're not saying completely die now, you know, in the physical form. We're talking in the spirit right now. Uh, Jesus is real. Heaven is real. The kingdom of God is real. I've seen it all. Jesus even took me into uh, the spiritual realm and taught me everything. I've seen Lucifer stand in the kingdom of God as, as God was moving, our Father was moving the end times. Jesus and Lucifer were standing side by side. So there's a battle between the kingdom of light and kingdom of darkness. And the Lord audible voice of the Father, he spoke again and he said, my child, the, the battle has begun. It's between good and evil, light and darkness. Jesus and Lucifer, he was pointing to them. He said, my child, but we cannot do anything. Jesus will do nothing. Neither will you, neither will him. And I said, how come, Father? He said, because I've given my children wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. They need to make those choices. They need to make those choices. So God gives us free reign, free choices, free will. But also we need to come back to the word of God. Therefore, pastor spoke about the word is so important right now, you're not going to believe. Mm -hmm. And me that operate in the supernatural, he opened my spiritual eye. So I'm a seer in the spirit, in the prophetic, in deliverance. Um, when we start to apply, you know, we see demons all the time. They're attracted to us because of the anointing. The anointing is going to attract demons because they will come to you to sabotage the mission. They will come to delay the mission. And no matter what it is, God is yes saying now, right now, remember who I am in your storms. Remember who I am. The devil, the devil is a liar, we all know that. He has really no power. But he will try everything possible to distract us from what God has called us to do. Um, I don't believe I'm here. You know, I know Zechariah 4, 6, he always gives me that scripture. It's not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit. Mm -hmm. And we were led by the spirit. He said, you will go to three churches. And I don't know Cape Town. Um, even Debbie is just getting along. Uh, she knows Tableview or Blauberg area. But God said, three churches. And we said, Lord, you take us. You tell us what you want to do here. Mm -hmm. And then the Lord says, he's also raising up the men and women. You found COVID came and did a cleanup. And majority of them that died were servants. A lot of servants died. A lot of people that were in ministry, prayer warriors, intercessors died. And I also had COVID. And I said to the Lord, but why would you show me that COVID is coming? I did see them. He said to me, they were dead spirits actually that hovered upon the earth. And he showed me how they were consuming souls. He said, Death will come upon the nations. You'll see me now, you'll see me no more. And, and I didn't understand it at that time, but I was prophesying it. But as I prophesied it, I saw it came. And when they had COVID funerals, you couldn't see people anymore. You couldn't even attend the funeral. So you see me now, you see me no more. There was an evaporation, he said, of death that was taking place. So everything that he showed me, everything that he spoke to me, things have, have been coming to pass. But we are in a season where right now, the Lord wants the Jesus disciples. That's been dead. Churches are there, ministers are there, 
everyone's just going with the flow. Um, before the Holy Spirit could enter the meeting, the meeting was over. It's all cut to suit man, not to suit God. And, and, and the Lord was even saying, I allowed COVID to come, my child. I allowed the churches to be closed. I said, but why, Lord? He said, because my church has become a business place. My people walk in and out of the churches in the same manner. There was no transformation. There was no change. And God is calling for transformation and change in the season. It's not for us to come and take the word and just walk out and live our lives the same way. We need to transform through the word that God has spoken. Um, God also took me to Lucifer's camp. He's building his empire very big. It's absolutely gigantic. And it just, it was a bit frightening to see that so many souls are getting lost being consumed by him. It's not basically him, just like Jesus said, is there, uh, Jesus is up there and he's got us, we are his ambassadors. We are his servants to carry out his works. Satan has the same thing. Everything the kingdom of God has, he wants to do the same thing. Because remember, he wanted to rule over the heavens. He wanted to take over the kingdom of God and God didn't allow it. So now he's created his own kingdom. And he's got everything that we do, yeah, the Lord is doing, everything he's doing, he's doing but just the opposite. And he's consuming souls. How is he consuming souls? It's because of open doors. The one thing the Lord said to me, open doors. And doors that we are opening is the doors of unforgiveness, bitterness, anger, jealousy, Envy, something small as envy is opening up doors. And God says, but I've created each one of you. And he showed me how he created. Before, Jeremiah 1, before he created you in the womb of his mother, he already predestined you. And he showed me. And you know, the best thing is that we wait to inherit here upon this earth. A lot of children, we look at children these days, wait for their parents to die, wait for inheritance from parents. And I encourage people, don't do that. Because what I saw in the kingdom of God is that before you were even created, God drew a will for you. God drew a plan. He went out and he wrote your date of birth, your death day. Between your birthday and your death day, he drew, he wrote off your prosperities, your breakthroughs, <coughs> your will. And... Then he created, he created us in his image. And when he created in his image, he then brought the will and the image out and he blew his breath, creating a spirit. And when he created the spirit and the image, then he looked down upon the earth and he brought two people with the right DNA to bring forth the image that he has created to allow the birthing to take place in the flesh. So we are spirit beings in this flesh. The one thing he said to me, my child, I've not created culture. I've not created segregation. I've not created religion. I said, who did? He said, we did it down here. From the time of Moses, he's just going on and on and on. We are doing it here. We are creating generational and bloodline altars and curses upon this earth, upon our children, upon our, 
our, our families. In the season, God is ready to shift the atmosphere. <coughs> and as I said, South Africa is chosen. And therefore, we're finding that we're finding people running to South Africa from foreigners are coming here to build ministry. But God got his people here. We need to start tapping. We need to start pushing. We need to start saying, God, use us now. And the reason that foreigners can see it, they're seeing it and they're running to South Africa. But they're looking at it as making money, you know, doing all their false things. But because people are hungry, people are hungry here in South Africa. They're hungry for God. But when the Lord moved me to Phoenix, he said, this is a school for Jesus. Many times I tried to run away from Phoenix. I tried to, Debbie knows that, I tried to move away from that place. But for some reason, God took me back. I had my church established there. It's, it's in a school, but I got it running. The attacks have been heavy. The attacks have been heavy. But I just continue to push and pray and trust God in everything. I said, you brought me here. Let your will be done. Um, and, and the sad part of it is, it's that it's not the unbelievers that are persecuting the Christians. It's Christians are persecuting mm. the church mm. and the Christians now. Yes. So that's where it is. So therefore, Jesus said, I don't want Christians. I don't want Christians anymore. I want believers. Mm. I'm looking for believers. In the season, he said he did a cleanup with COVID and those servants that did his work, they will be judged. But God said right now, I am raising up a new generation. Mm. I'm raising up a new flock. Mm. I'm raising up kingdom builders, he's calling us. <laughs> He's calling us kingdom builders. We are kingdom builders to build the kingdom of God. And in South Africa, God was showing me it's KZN, it's Gauteng, and it's Cape Town. A trinity needs to be formed on the land. But we are, we are the ambassadors that need to be planted. And, and once the trinity is formed, then we're calling for the revival. Actually, I've been in, in, in KZN for long. I've been traveling to Johannesburg and KZN often, but we did an establishment in, um, in KZN, and we said, now we moved here. Uh, we're actually on a fast. We're praying and trusting God uh, for the revival now. And the revival that I'm asking God for now is give us the signs, the wonders, and the miracles. Move it right now. Because that's what is dead in the ministry. Give us the Jesus ministry. <coughs> that's what we want. Yes, we may have our coverings with our different names, but we want the Jesus ministry. And, well, God is ready to move it, but he said a lot of people have been sleeping and have, had, have not actually acknowledged um, what's happening in the spiritual realm and what God wants to do. So God wants to shift it now. And the only way to shift it is we have people that, and therefore I'm here to speak it to you. I believe that you are the disciples of Christ Jesus, that God has allowed me to come here. Um, as we said, it's not by might, nor by power, but by his spirit. And for some reason, we all, this is appointed time, who never, whoever never made it, I'm not coming against them, I don't know who they are, but whoever's here, 
is what God wants to do something. God wants to do something great. And there's an elevation. There's an elevation in the spirit. But on every level that you get, be ready to fight more demons. But the only way that you're going to overcome is through the word of the Lord, the word of God. We're going to overcome through the word, believing, standing by faith. Also not standing alone, but you stand together. And say one can put a thousand away, two can put ten thousand. We were more than one and two. And we can conquer. But if we stand believing, God is able to move and do great and mighty things. Amen. Uh, we found that in the season, um, moving from Gauteng to here to Cape Town, uh, God's been stirring up the spirit. And I found the prophetic is birthing immediately. That's what we need now. We need people <coughs> to start to look and believe. Um, we as ambassadors, God said, you need to, we need to network. We need to network. Our prayer life needs to get bigger. Yeah. That we, means we're not just praying for ourselves. The more you pray for others, the more you get in for, the more you get strengthened in the spiritual realm. So it's being, uh, it's a raise up intercessors, intercessors, prayer warriors, raise them up because we need to warfare. There's no more warfare taking place. Mm -hmm. the, the, we need to get intense warfare taking place where we break down the powers, principalities and rulers of darkness in high places. We bring them down through warfaring, through praying, intense praying and um, raising up because we seated on the stable there where all adults. Satan's attacking our children. Yeah. It's attacking the youths of this country, this youths of this land, of this universe. And God says, we need now to start praying and interceding and warfaring against those children, against those powers, uh, uh, praying for those children. Uh, we've, you know, when we found the first satanic church that was opened here in South Africa, it was a Christian child. His entire family was Christian. And they stood with him and took out pictures with him to open up the church. And they said that was his choice. They gave him his blessing. We're not giving our blessing to the devil. We need to know our standing with God. Because we are going to be tried and tested. But we cannot, you know, the Bible says we, we do not wrestle against the flesh and blood. So we can't go and fight with Jacob Zuma or the president or go fight against these gay and lesbians that's marching there and go talk to them. <laughs> These are demonic spirits. Everything that's happening around here is demonic spirits that are binding people in the spiritual realm and therefore their behavior is the way it is. Because the first word I know when Jesus was teaching me, he said to me, my child, in any situation that you are placed in, be still. Be still, he said, acknowledge, acknowledge your situation, acknowledge everything that's happening around you. Mm. And when you acknowledge, then you take authority, you know how to handle it. You'll know when it's from Satan, you must know when it's from God. And then you take authority, but not fighting or wrestling with the flesh and blood, but taking it into prayer, mm. praying and interceding. And you'll be able to, to, to save souls. Because you must remember that we are spirits. They are spirits also. Mm. But their spirits have become contaminated. It's bounded. Because they had open doors. So demons entered. And they're not entering just one or two now. Mm. They are legions. I prayed for one guy. I pray for lots of people. But I'm just sharing with you. 
this one guy that I was praying for, he was a non-believer, came to the Lord and he um, received Christ Jesus, was baptized, went to church, but things were not going well for him. He was getting sick, jobs were not working out, a lot of things were going wrong in his marriage. So when they came to me for prayer, I prayed, I just laid off hands of him and he started to manifest. And in the spirit, I could see them legions. And I said, Lord, oh my God, there's so many here. And what time am I going to finish deliverance if I'm going to call them one by one by name? And the Lord said to me, you'll call them out by legions. You'll call them by legions. And so I said, the Lord said, ask him, how many are you in this body? And he said, we are 150,000 demons in one body. 150,000 demons. That was just my first example. And I said, even I got scared. Now I'm going to stand the whole day praying for this 150,000 demons. <laughs> and then the Lord says, no, my child. You call them in legions and they must move out in legions. And I prayed. I laid my hands off him and I prayed and I called them off legions. And you know how they came out? They were all linked. They were all linked, just coming out, not casting one by one. All just joined hands and just came out. And he, he fell. So, deliverance is on a high, 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 high place right now. <coughs> and as a church, we also need to know that the word of God is there. It's preached. We love the word because the word is an A and amen. It's a double-edged sword. The Lord says it pierces through and through, cutting asunder. The soul from the spirit, the bone from the metal, cutting asunder light from darkness. So when we, we need to take scriptures now and we need to start praying scriptures in. We need to take scriptures. We need to engrave those scriptures upon the tablets of our heart. So when pastor is preaching here, we should have books and writing down. We should have notepads, writing down scriptures so that we can take that. And when we get out, it's for you to apply it over your life in the week till you meet again. Amen. The word is very powerful, but the second coming is imminent. More chaos, more havoc is going to come upon the earth. The prophecies are going to be fulfilled. But the one thing he said to me was, my child, I believe every soul can be saved. Mm. That's the mission. Mm. And I can't do it myself. Jesus didn't come and do it on his own. He could have saved the whole world at once. But he had to come and do what he was called to do. And he created, he went and brought forth his disciples to impart, mm -hmm. to carry out the works of Christ. <coughs> so when we come, we need to bring forth more disciples, increase the kingdom of God, network. Networking is important in the kingdom of God uh, that God wants us to do right now to expand his kingdom and to stand firm. Um, and as you stand, you will start to build, you will start to multiply. But when I came here this morning when I was praying over the church and I was asking the Lord, but who are you taking me to go see? Is it Louise? Is somebody here? And the Lord said to me, it's your husband. <laughs> I don't know who you were. I never saw you. I never met you. But that's what the Lord said to me this morning. 
They said, I'm taking you to go for her husband. God has something greater inside you. And God wants to take you onto that new level. This is your spiritual father. He's here to shepherd you. He's here to guide you. He's here to guide you. He's here to shepherd you. He's here to, to, to build you up. God's going to bring you into the greater prophetic, into greater things. And that's the reason I'm here today. But we're going to allow the men of God to come with his word and we will pray and let the Holy Spirit lead us thereafter. Good. Good. Oh, yes, that, can I just, that is not something that I've been saying for such a very, very long yes, time. Yeah. And you must hear this man in action. You must hear him. He has been invited to churches <coughs> to preach. Mm. And you must hear him preach. The word inside of him is alive. Amen. It is beautiful. Mm. It is amazing. Yeah. You yeah. must hear it. If he just gives a chance. <laughs> Good. Good. I hope you have ears to hear and your will to be obedient to what you heard. Since you're standing, Elsabi, yes. I'm going to put you to the task now. Give this lady a word. And pray for us. Please, man. Sure. <laughs> um, something that, that, that our pastor of the house and I have been talking about a lot lately is the coming together of the prophetic and the apostolic mm -hmm. in one vessel. Mm -hmm. And that is what I saw in you. Um, I don't know if you know who Simon Breaker is. He's a, a European, okay. um, but he had a vision, and, and I actually saw the vision come alive, where he had two vessels. In one was um, a purple swirling liquid, and in the other was a blue swirling liquid. Mm -hmm. And then God... Mashed together mm. and it became a illumination of the two anointings mm. in one vessel. Mm. And that is what God is doing in you mm. at the moment. So where you have flowed in the prophetic, he is putting the apostolic in mm. and mm. the two <coughs> is becoming an illumination mm. of what he wants to do. And <coughs> He is, your school's not finished. Mm -hmm. He says your school's continuing, but like you hack through the, the wilderness, mm. that is what you're doing now as well. You're mm. hacking through the wilderness to get to the, the ones that he <coughs> has handpicked yes. for mm. you. Yes. Um, so you have to fight the nations. But those specific ones that he has handpicked has to go forth and do amazing things. Mm -hmm. And um, one day you are gonna you're gonna be surprised at the amount of blessings that you're gonna get that you don't even know about because of one person that you that you saw getting free. Before and you don't even know what they're gonna do. It's like the person who who brought the word to let's say Reinhard Bonker mm -hmm. 
and you don't even you don't even remember that person but all those souls are going to be added to your account and you also are apostle pardon you are also apostolic you have also so say that say that again to debbie debbie you are also an apostle of the lord jesus christ Amen. i don't know if anyone said that to you no um you have been you have been wearing a mantle of of pastor or of teacher teacher but he's also elevating you into the apostolic Amen. because Amen. apart from teaching there's a, the teacher and the apostolic anointing together in you because he needs you to create disciples mm -hmm. now that even though you're teaching them, they have to be able to walk out <coughs> and they have to be able to teach. Mm -hmm. So the words that you speak take root immediately. Yeah, I was speak. told that. <laughs> <laughs> I was told that about um, two or two, three months ago. Oh, this is confirmation. Um, that the words that I'm speaking, I must be careful of the words that's coming out of my mouth. It has to be words only of elevation mm. onto people's lives. Because I've got a gifting where I can bring brimstone and fire mm. and bring destruction. Mm. So it, it, that was told to me. Uh, yeah, you have to, you have to know that when you speak, it takes. It's like an arrow that's that, mm. that shoots yeah, straight yeah. to the heart. Mm. It doesn't hit the arms or the legs, it hits the heart. Mm. Um, so when you teach, that's also the anointing that you've got. Uh, it will hit straight to the heart, it will take root, and it is like a, a harvest that is happening immediately. <coughs> it has taken, the seed has been planted, and tomorrow you can harvest the crops. Mm. That is how the apostles, that's how the, the you are raising up apostles and the two of you together is is amazing <laughs> <laughs> so um you're gonna tear down and uproot mm. and mm. you are going to be part of the building and the planting um <laughs> <laughs> she told me this on um last week oh god on on monday and i i said I, I know my giftings and I know that one of the things, I, I know what God needs to, is doing in my life. And I said, I know my giftings, but that was like a bit too much. <laughs> I said, no, 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 no. I'm not ready for something of that magnitude. Oh, wow. I was, I was limiting God. I was, um, yep, yep. But God, was, God never gives you an instruction that you in now can fulfill yeah because he it's has a grad it's he, a process he has to change you to the point where you become the person that can fulfill it so mm. this week was was a lot of shifting there was a lot of changing the first half of this week it was actually we are not here by accident this morning mm. this was so divine, divine appointment <laughs> It was, it's so, so divine. Mm. I can't even begin to tell you because as the words are coming out, I could just feel this, it is waves of the Holy Spirit. It's just coming in waves. I, I, I can feel the tangi tangible presence of the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. yeah. 
<laughs> you done? I think so. I might add okay. something again later. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> fine. We'll just go as the as the spirit leads. Okay, yes. well. can, can you I... brought in all confirmation. Yeah. Yeah. You just like seal mm. everything. <laughs> and also, a lot of what Raima said this morning was a lot of what pastor's been teaching us over the last maybe year, two years. Mm. And what Raima's been saying is like confirmation is what pastor's been teaching us. Mm. Eh? Mm. A lot of like the kingdom stuff and, you know, just everything basically. <coughs> so, yeah. The kingdom building and Good. all of that. Oh, well. Oh, well. <laughs> you know when when you when you hear God speak like this, yeah, you got to become quiet, yeah, and just allow the word to sink in. Mm. You know, I sense this 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 word this morning that what's your name again? Rayma and I like that name Rayma because when we were in Joburg, Rayma Coley started the church. Then my son was small. You know, what did he call Ray Macaulay? He thought the church was that guy's church. Ray Macaulay's church. Ray Ma was Ray Macaulay's church. You know, it was Ray Macaulay's church, but he, he, he just could not understand it. How can his name be Ray Ma and the church be Ray Ma? So, okay. He brought a living word this morning. He brought a word that's, that hits hard. Hard in the sense, not of judgment, hard in the sense of awakening. Yes. I sent to my spirit, you know, that God is saying to us as a group, upgrade, Amen. elevate, mm -hmm. go to the next level. Mm -hmm. And the word is not next level, the word is next levels. Mm -hmm. Amen. Next levels, okay. I want to give you a word, if you will Amen. allow me. Yes, sir. But before I do that, that man in the back there, mm -hmm. he's, been, he's been given words over and over again and sometimes I refuse to give a word because people accuse me once already not once couple of times it's just Brian 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 and I can't help it if God is, is his hand upon a man now listen to me if God gives Brian a word please everybody make that word for you take it for yourself lay claim upon that word it's not just his word it's God's word for us he's got an acute business anointing mm. yeah. that needs to go to the church I'm telling you now Brian the church knows nothing about business the church equates business with money mm. and God equates business with kingdom mm. building mm. you know what I'm saying to you mm. you know exactly what I'm saying to you God said I must tell you this Brian there's patterns and plans that you've written down somewhere go dig them out again They'll dig them out again. You know that. Okay. You, Rayma, uh, the word strongly when you spoke, God says upgrade. Now, it's going to upgrade you in the prophetic. Starting now. It's giving you new shoes. It's giving you a new mantle. giving you a new cloak. Right now, it's taking off the old cloak of the prophetic. Off it. Is giving you a new order of the prophetic. Mm -hmm. The old order of prophetic is thus say the Lord. Yes. <laughs> right? The new order of the prophetic is building sons. Oh yeah. yeah amen. I'm sorry guys. Amen. It's building sons. Mm. So right now upon you is a building, a developing, a growing anointing being released upon you. Mm -hmm. 
Now I'm like this. I ask people, do you accept? Because if you don't accept, I don't no, go I further. Do. I do accept. Uh, because you learn a while, I ask people, do you accept? You get people that, that sit and listen. Like, like Louise asked, David, somebody say that over you. That's confirmation. Mm -hmm. And confirmation for a prophetic word being delivered. Man, it means the world to the prophet. Yes. Yeah. It means the world to the prophet. I'm like this. I ask my wife. I will tell you straight. I don't care who you are. You can be an apostle. Mm -hmm. You can be a prophet. God gives me a word. I will say, sir, do you accept? Mm -hmm. If you don't accept, I will draw. I'm yes. serious. I will yes. draw. Yes. Mary said unto Jesus, unto the angel, let it be unto me according to thy word. God is taking you into an upgrade in the prophetic. Mm -hmm. The upgrade is Jeremiah 1. Okay, friend? You, together with you, and more with you, basically. You think you're a mild teacher. Mm. You're very destructive, my dear. Say, I'm destructive. I'm destructive. Now, don't say with a joke. <laughs> I know you're amazed. You, you are amazed at what is coming to you. You are destructive in the sense that patterns that have been building in religion and culture. Church of culture. Yes. Your anointing is, both of you, is to destroy that. From now on, you're going to change. Amen. You're going to change tremendously. It's not just going to be church. It's not going to be schools. Mm. It's going to be schools to change regions. Yes. I hope you listen to what I'm saying to you. And that goes for us as well. Mm. Schools to break down strongholds in regions. Amen. And we have, been, we have been inundated in church with demonic strongholds and mm. demonic operations. We know that. Mm. But we do not know spiritual operations by God. Mm. I hope you listen to what I'm saying to you. Spiritual operation by God is more important than what demons does. Okay? We know more about Adam. First Adam after he sinned. And first Adam before he sinned. We know more. There was no demon operating in first Adam before he sinned. Come on, yes, help me. That's help true. Me. Amen. But after he sinned, mankind became the habitation of devils and demons. Amen. Jesus Christ came to restore that. Yes. Back to the old order. Back to first Adam. Yes. But the church don't hear that. The church wants to go on and on and on with demonic influences. Mm. I'm so tired of that. Mm. I'm so tired of us focusing. We are more reactive. Mm. Stop being reactive. Mm. Stop being reactive on, on what's happening out there. Mm. You create movements. That's you now. Right? Mm. You can create movements. You can create restoration. You can create transformation. Amen. Shift the people of God back into the plan of God. Amen. That's the aim. That's why yes. you're here this morning. Yes. You, are, you, you are yet to deliver but also to receive. receive. Yes. Okay. What, what else we said about the two anointings coming together. Mm. It's happening right now in you. Yeah. It's happening right now. The two anointings of apostle and prophet is, 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 so, is circling in you. It's creating a driving force. You feel nothing in the natural, physically, but in the spirit, it's violence. Yes. We talk about violence. We, we get afraid of devils and demons. What about devils and demons getting afraid of us? Yes, they do. What did you say, Debbie? I don't know which Avenger she is. <laughs> the Transformers. 
you know, we, 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 we tiptoe around devils and demons. God doesn't. Yes. Amen. Mm-hmm. So you are, you, are, you are entering into a season of tremendous change in the prophetic. Amen. Tremendous change. But because it's, it's coming together, tooling together mm. with the apostolic. Mm. Now the apostolic, for me, apostolic apostles are God's generals. Yes. No army can operate without generals. Mm. I'm not talking about apostles now mm. that hear about the apostolic and all of a sudden, 20 years they've been pastors and now they're becoming apostles. Yeah. Mm. It doesn't work like that. Mm. Sorry, Pastor, there was a thing that you taught us once about what is it? Apostles, prophets, teachers, the fivefold? The fivefold ministry. What is it? Apostles, prophets, teachers, evangelists, and pastors. Okay. And you said that generally you have one of the gifts. Yeah, but. In general. Yeah. So why is you. And then you said, but why is it that we can't have all of the gifts? Yeah. Yes. I can see that in, yeah. in Raymond. Yeah. Let me just, um, you know, I like to. You know, we must learn, and this is one of the things we need to do in the prophetic, and apostolic, especially the prophetic. You give a word, but in that word you teach. Come on, yes. please, man. You teach. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say to you, apostle, prophet, teachers, evangelist, and pastors, is a hand. Yes. The hand of God. The yad of God. The yad, the hand of yes. God. Yes. So God puts his hand on you. Yes. You might not feel it, but he's putting the apostolic grace upon you. Mm-hmm. He's putting the prophetic grace upon you. Yes. The teaching grace upon you, mm. the evangelistic grace upon mm. you, and the pastoral grace upon you. Mm. And if this hand comes together, mm. this is not little snow white. Mm. This is Echan feel near Papa. I'm serious. Echan feel sorry. Echan you pluck some. Doctor Segi has a word out there. He said he said he loves to tell God's people. He says this is a Hindi word. And you will understand it. I don't. <laughs> he says to the people, Do you know the word mur? <laughs> Do you know the word mur? Not Afrikaans, please. <laughs> but then he said to the guys, always, yeah, always making jokes and laughing with the teachers. He says, I feel like mooring you, the Afrikaans. <laughs> now, you got that spirit of the mur spirit of upon you. <laughs> You're laughing, you too. <laughs> laughing, you. You know, Teaching is one of the most misunderstood concepts in the body of Christ. Mm-hmm. Teaching breaks t- open territories. You mm-hmm. check the Apostle Paul out. Mm-hmm. No campaign. Mm-hmm. No prayer walk. No devils being called out. What did he do? Schools. Mm-hmm. Do you get it now? Mm-hmm. Schools. Schools break open regions. Schools create open heavens. Somebody told you recently the word. Okay, I must I must be accurate, yeah. I mustn't play with both of you. My beloved son. Make that known. My beloved son. When sons come into a region, heavens open. When sons come into a region, heavens open. We must move beyond membership. We must move beyond partnership. We must even move beyond discipleship. I can I'll explain to you discipleship, yes. But we must move into sonship. Mm. Church is not open for sonship. Mm. Church loves members. Yes. <laughs> you have been, <laughs> while she was speaking, I saw you sitting with uh, braces over you. Into your body like this. 
yeah. clipping onto you, holding you down. Yes. Lots of them. Yeah. Religion. Mm. And that's your leaders that have done that. Yes. They held you down. Mm. And every time God breaks something open, they put it back. Mm. And you've grown accustomed to it. Mm. You like it. This is not a nice word. You like the, the, the braces holding you down. And God said, He's given your word break free. Amen. You know, I want to give you this morning the Freddie Mercury spirit. I want to break free. <laughs> <laughs> Break free, man. I, I just want to share uh, something, Apostle. Um, that actually transpired over the past two weeks. What you're talking about. There's a lot that happened in the last two weeks. <laughs> it it two came weeks. to such a point where I felt as if I was busting in the seams. But it was like being done inwardly, spiritually. But I to be still and I to wait upon the Lord to actually move. I said, Lord, Holy Spirit, you go before me. I don't want to run after, you know, run, you know, in front of you. So I had to wait. But it got so bad until last week, Sunday, I got so emotional. It was like I was having a breakdown in the spiritual. That's yeah. how bad it got. Because I, I, too, I said, Lord, I'm waiting. And on Monday, um, I prayed in the morning, went to work, and Rayma, I spoke to her. I at about, you. Oh, you she told me about 12, just before 1 o'clock. And I work about seven minutes now from work, oh, uh, from home. Lovely. Okay. So she told me, it's, it's now, it's mm. immediate. Mm. Okay. I jumped in my car and I drove home. And I sat with her for an hour. And then I sent the apostle a message. And I said, we need to have a meeting tonight. And then we had a meeting. And I said, I need to be released. Come on, come on. That's what I saw. Because of what <coughs> was, I was being pulled down. And I was in handcuffs and in, in a cage. I couldn't mm -hmm. open my mouth. I couldn't do anything. Mm -hmm. And I told him, I said, for each person, God because has given them giftings. Mm -hmm. Your character, your personality is based on that. Mm -hmm. And yes, you have to have the image and likeness of Christ within you. Mm -hmm. Your tone, the way you come across, mm -hmm. you need to be Christ-like. Mm -hmm. So there will be people that will come in each and every single season mm -hmm. to mold, shape and edify you. Mm -hmm. For where God needs to take you. Mm -hmm. Okay. But. What was being done to me was. I could not. Say, if I opened my mouth. I was slandered. I was pulled down. Yeah, I was yeah. humiliated. Mm -hmm. So I, I could not speak at all. And it was going on. I stayed there. And it was going on for a long, long. Like three years. No. No. Why would you do that to yourself? It got. To such a point it's, where... It's religion. Yes. So that's what you are talking about. Yeah. You see, when, when, when you sit in a meeting like this, you begin to feel the tangible presence of the Holy Spirit mm -hmm. by the words being spoken. Yeah. We are way past. This table is way past. Oh, the Holy Spirit is here. Am I right? No, absolutely. We discern the we word. The we, di we discern what's happening. Yeah. What's happening right now. You think that you brought her. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
She brought you here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I also got the same sense yeah. as you that needed to be here. Yeah. Yeah. In you might have come for Brian, but you came for When you, <laughs> you prayed for, for Brian them by the wedding, I looked at him and I said to myself, that, that, that day, I said to myself, I wish I can take Debbie one side and just <laughs> literally smack her up with the word of God in prayer. I don't mean smack you up. I just yeah. mean shake you, bring you to a yes. level where God wants you to be Amen. at. It's upgrading you. It's upgrading mm-hmm. you as well. Right. And you know, when, when I say to people, I don't like to tell people, leave where you are. Mm-hmm. That's not right. It's not ethical. Sure. It's not, you know, there's no, we must learn prophetic etiquette, please. Mm-hmm. Cannot tell people, cannot tell people, leave this ministry. Mm-hmm. Cannot tell them that. <coughs> you got to respect the ministry. You got to respect the leadership. But if God gives you a word, the best yes. thing to do is take the person by the hand. Can I speak to you privately? And that's happened to you most times. Mm. You speak to God said he's gonna he's gonna mess leaders up up through your hands. You too. Mm. He's gonna mess them up. Mm. And your ministry is like this. Okay, fine. I'm gonna get my bearings now. <laughs> Your word is like this. The word for you is like this. God has given you a word to pluck up, to uproot, to overthrow and destroy. Remember first, pluck up, uproot, overthrow and destroy. That's your ministry now as you go out here. It's changed. Before you would say, I've got to plant people. I've got to edify them. I've got to lift them and deliver them. From now on, it's change. Mm-hmm. Say change. change. You pluck up, you uproot, you destroy first. Mm-hmm. That's your main aim from now on. Mm-hmm. It's a massive change. Mm-hmm. When you Rama are going to go in with a Rama word, mm-hmm. a word in season, right? But you've got to release the power word, a word that says the energy of the word is here to break up. Mm-hmm. To break up. Mm-hmm. I want to use an illustration. We had a guy here called, I think you know Jonathan David, you must have heard the name already, from Malaysia. Dr. Jonathan David, he was there by, 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 uh, by uh, I, think, I think he was there by, what's the guy's name, Robert Munion, and some other guys as well, they hosted him, and he also has his own network, there's uh, Abram Shamal, so I don't know what his name basically, but he was there, but he was, we had him here, me and my wife hosted him here, and we had churches coming in, you know. <laughs> Some people asked me, one apostle asked me, Daryl, you don't know Cape Town. I just came here, was my third year. You don't know, know Cape Town. How did you get so many people, especially white people? Mm. You can see. Mm. <laughs> 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 and I was put on the spot. Yeah. I don't co- I don't co- a racist, though. Very, very racist. Yeah. I like white women. Yeah. <laughs> Not like this. Let me tell you about white women, they're open for the prophetic. Am I right? Mm. <laughs> they're open for the prophetic. Yeah. When you give them a word, they run. Mm. Whether their husband are there or not, you know, they run. But Jonathan David came in and I watched him. He will give a word to leadership, personal word to leadership. And then when he leaves and they don't embrace the word, the church split up. I know of one church that split up. Recently, the pastor's children walked away from the pastor. Mm. 
because of what happened those years ago. That's what upon you. That's a new thing. God is tired of the mess in church. We are more demon conscious than sun conscious. It's going to cause a separation. He said removing the wheat from the tears. Yes. It's causing a separation yeah. in the season. So I'm, I'm, seeing, I'm seeing something that's... I can't, I can't tell you everything at the moment. Mm. But I, I see you going back, sitting still. And this is what God said, I must tell you. And you as well. There are patterns, there are plans, there are designs, there are architecture, there are blueprints that Amen. you already have written mm. down. Mm. But you shelved it. Now's the time to take it out. Amen. Now's the time to take it out and to say, fine, this is it now. This is not the time to play anymore. Mm. Are you okay, Debbie? What Don't. you're saying is absolutely right. Uh, from the beginning of my ministry, um, the first uh, deacon that I had, he said, uh, you know what, I don't know where God is going to take you. Mm. But by your first testimony, he said, take a book and start writing. Yeah. And I started writing dates and times and when everything started to mm. take place. But I put it away. I actually got a whole book written. Mm. So whatever you say yeah. to me, yeah. I had it put away. And it so happened that when I started shoveling and the Holy Spirit said, take that book with you mm. and take another book to write. Mm. And <clears throat> I carried that books with me. And just yesterday, I took that book and I said, you know what, I'm going to keep it at my bedside. Mm. I think I need to go back to read. And I was just telling mm. to Debbie, it was so weird because I'm laying on the bed. I'm being still. Um, the Lord is just ministering and he's taking me back to the visions. He's taking me back to everything that he was showing, mm. just as he said. Yeah. I was just being still and God was taking me yeah. back to stir up everything. Mm. The one thing um, the Spirit of God wanted me to tell now is um, there was three anointing. We know the baptism of water mm -hmm. that came first. And then Jesus died on the cross. His blood, the baptism of blood. Uh, the blood that's on mercy seat, I witnessed that. Mm. And when we call for the blood from mercy seat, it's not actually the physical blood that's coming, mm. but the power of the blood, mm. the anointing. So we are baptized as Christians with that blood. Mm. Okay, so there's water <coughs> baptism, the blood baptism, but there's, there's a third baptism that's taking place right now, and it's the Holy Ghost and fire mm. baptism. Mm. And that fire baptism is coming, you agree with me? Mm. The fire baptism is coming right from the throne room of God. And, you know, Jesus spoke about it. He said, what is it that if I come and you already be kindled with fire? That means the baptism that we're releasing now, and you'll need to call it down. You'll need Amen. to pray it in. Amen. You'll Amen. need to pull it down because it's being released. Mm -hmm. I've been there. I call down the fire of God. And that's a powerful anointing. I'm not saying the blood is not or the water is not, but this is the most powerful because demons know that fire, you know, the end, there's going to be fire that you're going Amen. to be burning in. And the end, I saw that fire, the, the fire, the, the souls that are going to go into that fire. A lot of people, uh, Prophet, also be speaking about uh, Jesus. Um, you know, when you die now, you're going into the lake of fire. You're going to be tried. It's not such. Mm. It's not such as yet. Amen. It's not a judgment. I don't know whether you're going to agree with me, but what I saw is that when those demons, when the angel of death come and he remove your soul, if you have not done the will of the fathers, you have not repented, 
your name is not on the Lamb's Book of Life, mm. you don't enter. So those are the souls that are thrown out mm -hmm. and are roaming the earth. So what Lucifer does is, his men go and capture that soul, capture those souls, and they disfigure the souls. Mm -hmm. I went into Lucifer's auditorium with Jesus, and he showed me from the back. He didn't enter. He stood in the hallway, and he showed me how these souls are being taken. The image that we all have is the same image we are in spirit. But he, he disfigures the image by like putting on like a cloak, like, you know, mm. making it gothic, evil, dark now. Mm. They sign up with Lucifer mm. to say they take vows and oaths to, 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 to sign up with him that they work for him. He'll provide food, he'll provide everything. And then he takes these souls and therefore we say through open doors now that people have, they don't know what's happening in the spiritual realm. Mm. So these souls are coming now with, with demons and they're being flung into yeah. people. They, become, they come and they live, they eat of people, they drink of people because God said sicknesses and diseases have I not created. And I pray with people with sicknesses and diseases. And I see they're demons. It's demonic. <coughs> it's either through the bloodline, some of them are, you know, genetically, through the birth line, like diabetes, hypertension, heart conditions. It's through the bloodline. And therefore, it is important to repent, even for our bloodline. The one thing during the fasting and praying that he taught me now is that, you know, he says, forgive your enemies, forgive your tra mm. trespasses, forgive one another. And I always say, okay, forgiveness is between me and God. You know, I forgive my enemies. I forgive all those that hurt me. I release them. But God is saying now, I want you to pray for your enemies. Mm. Pray, for your, uh, pray for those that curse you. Pray for those that hurt you. And I said, Lord, why must I pray for them? You know, they did me damage, I'm done, I'm dusted, I'm gone. He said, my child, every soul is required for the kingdom of God. Every soul. So it's not small, it's big things now that God is calling for. So I found this prophet, apostle, when I started to pray, I saw demons dismantling for my enemies. And I saw God changing their lifestyle. So salvation right now is where we can speak salvation. The power is come in our on, lip and come tongue. On. Mm. Come on. The power is in our lip and tongue. We can pray salvation over the lost, over the street people, over the drug addicts, alcoholics. The more we're going to say this person is a drug addict, is an alcoholic, we Amen. are binding him with our words. Amen. The words that we speak now is prophetic. And therefore, the Lord says, we are in a season of the prophetic right now mm. where we need to teach people if you want breakthroughs, Speak prophetically. Come on. Give thanks to God. We, it's God that was not deaf. We don't, you know, we, we've been praying and praying and praying. And every day we pray for the same thing. Mm. And he said, I've heard you. Mm. But once we prayed and we asked in Jesus' name, we then go and give thanks to the Lord mm. for it, for what yeah. he's about to do. Yeah. By we giving thanks to the Lord, we're glorifying God for the gift that we already received. Hebrews 11, 1, faith is a substance of things hoped for and evidence of things not seen. Mm -hmm. we, we call it forth. We need to, we yes, need to prophesy. Yes, yes, yes. We need to speak into any situation. Your, 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 your ministry, God shows he's removing the bindings. He's removing the boundaries. I can see enlargement. Mm -hmm. I see you want to touch more souls, more people. We're here, we here not here by chance. We're here to... Uh, Speak it and prophesy it into mm. your lives that God is going to take this big. You may be few seated at the table. Mm -hmm. The disciple table. 
But you know what? There's going to be an increase. There will be even in your life that God is saying you need to take it out. The ministry needs to get into the land. And that's where you're going to go. You're going to get into the land and you're going to start to do the crusades that was once dead. Now you need to raise up that crusades. I prophesied this over your life. Because I see intent. Yeah. Can I just say, say that to you? Years ago, I was in a place called Eden Park. Mm. And I had this dream about crusades. Mm. My, mind, my mind was go out and preach the gospel. Mm. Salvation to be lost. Mm. And then God said, no. Teach my people. And God said to me, Daryl, your ministry is not the world out there. Your ministry is my church. My church is lost. Mm. In that vision dream I had, I saw, I saw a white tent, Amen. a white tent, and that to me was the word. Mm. And then I saw combis, but not these combis driving the taxis. I yeah. saw those Mercedes Benz Benz mm. when they came out. You know Peter. those, yeah. the, those, those. I don't know what you call it. <coughs> I saw Peter. that. Mm. Yeah, and I, and I said, when God said, not for now. You're gonna go, yeah. but oh. not for now. Yes, thanks for that, for reminding me of that. Your season is yeah, here. Yeah. Therefore, I said, God is cutting asunder and He's reviving and yeah. elevating His servants. Mm. We need to take the revival out there. Mm. He's starting it us in yeah. us right yeah. now. Mm. The Lord says, I must tell you this words. I'm not sorry if I'm breaking your <laughs> Back and forth. <laughs> Back and forth. Back and forth. But you know, but, but you know the, the, thing, the, thing, the thing is this, the thing is this you, you gotta, you got to as much as you can. Yeah. Yes. As much as you can, because yeah. you very seldom you get this kind of anointing at a table. Yes. Mm. I'm not talking about table. I'm talking about the table of the Lord. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Where God says, "I'm here to, to speak to you." Mm. Yes. So you might think it's it's Debbie, Rayma, Brian, Daryl. No, 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 no. It's everybody on the table. Because we can take it for us yeah. also, eh? Yes. You can just take a one word. Imagine if I wasn't obedient that didn't come to die. No, no. You see, you see the, the, the thing is, is that we think that God is only in the big meetings. Mm -hmm. Big meetings. Hear me now. It's gone. Amen. There's nothing happening. The, the dove is gone. There's no meeting. That's why not Bongo said that when the dove is gone, the only thing, the sign that's there, that the dove was there, is dove is done. Mm. I don't like to use that in church. Mm. You know? still praying for prosperity. Yeah. We don't, we don't. My main aim is the word. Amen. I do not teach a popular word. I'm tired of husks, mm -hmm. candy floss. Chappies and bubble gum and popcorn. I'm tired of that. Mm. And these big auditoriums today, they minister that. Mm. Have you heard, Debbie? Mm. They minister that. Wasn't one of your prayers, I don't know, about two and a half, three years ago, around there, you said, I'm tired of this word that I'm ministering. You tell me I'm wrong. You said, God, I want to have meat. Mm. I want to have meat. And God said, I will teach you meat first before you share meat. Mm. I did say that. <laughs> Sorry? He's reading your Bible. I, I did say that. <laughs> now, 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 you see, when we talk about confirmation. You must say to God, that's supposed to be private, eh? <laughs> when when we, we talk about confirmation. Yes, it's a confirmation. It's not really confirmation. Mm. 
is God asserting the word Amen. in your heart. Yes. Prophetic ministry does not need confirmation, please. Mm. When a word goes out, you don't have to wait until the baby is born to say, God spoke to me, I become pregnant, I'm Mary. Mm. Let it be unto me according to her word before she conceived. Mm. And when she said that, she conceived. Mm. Okay? The prophetic ministry is changing worldwide. Mm, worldwide. Most prophetic ministers are still with, I'll give you a word. And you know, one of the guys in Africa, in Zimbabwe, gave you your name, gave you a telephone number, gave you even your bank details, and some, some of the bank <laughs> accounts had money growing in it. Mm. He's running for his life because he was corrupt when it comes to money. Mm. He's running, looking for him in Africa. Those days are gone. Where the focus falls upon the prophet and not upon the prophet. Mm. Amen. Amen. So, I'm going to give you a word now. This is a strong word. L-E-A-V-E. L-E-A-V-E. Leave. That's all God says I must tell you. Leave. Mm. I don't know what you must leave. In fact, I know what you must leave. Ethically, I'm not going to tell you that. Mm. You're going to make up your mind. Yes. You're going to leave. You're fed up. You're fed up. You, you've been like this. Mm. You teach. And then you hear the gossiping behind you. You could literally hear the gossiping behind you. I did you. leave. You did leave. Yeah, on, uh, you, on Monday. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Now, 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 now listen to me. When, when a word like this goes out, it's not leave to one single person. It's a word against our organization. Mm. Because okay. I, I sit with the Holy Spirit and if I need to know something, I won't go and ask anyone. Mm. I say, Lord, you speak to me. Mm -hmm. it's, uh, it, it's not for me to go and ask people anything. Mm. Because if I have a relationship with the Holy Spirit, mm. you tell me. Because you, my friend. Mm. So I sit with him and he speaks to me. Mm. And he will download into my spirit man mm. and tell me exactly what I need to know. Mm. And then I'll say, expose and open up, Lord. Mm. Let it be shown. Yeah. And then when the time is right, I'll wait. Mm. And he will expose and open up. Mm. Mm. So I've been seeing it and for a long time, it's been, it was done, it was so bad. And I say, Lord, expose now so all can see. Mm. You see, God is taking the cosmetics of church. Mm. What I mean by this is that the things church does to get people in is cosmetics. Mm. And then people must, you must always go back for your nails to be done and mascara to be put on. I do not know what you guys are using, ladies. <laughs> but, and then it's always just a touch here. And, 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 and you must go to Michelangelo's ministries to, be get, to get painted again. That's what I call ministry. God says, he's tired of that. Um, my grandma was talking about the fire when I was at that. Um, 
we are so accustomed to attacks in church. And sometimes it's not even an attack, it's your mindset. God says, you will not allow. This season is bringing out the obscured out of the caves. You've been obscured. You've been packed under religious leaders and leaders and leaders and leaders. Every time you need to do something, you needed permission. <coughs> do, you, do you even remember this? Agreeing? You remember that? Mm. I will not. And, and you, will, you will do that. You will not do that. Mm. You will do that. Mm. To the point where you became so fed up. And that's when I started keeping quiet. That's where the mm. quietness might, you might see that. And God, say, God says, that. now that you are released, He's giving you the, the tongue of a ready, a ready writer who will deliver words in and out of season. The Lord says, don't leave Phoenix. Don't leave Phoenix. I know you have a desire to leave Phoenix. <laughs> don't leave Phoenix. Not yet. Not yet. Because if he takes you out of Phoenix, he's going to take you out of KwaZulu-Natal. You know that. Yes. I don't know where he's going to take you. <laughs> I don't know where it's going to take you. You must say, okay, God, I would love to go. You mentioned, you mentioned the Trinity of areas. Because mm. in Natal, Gauteng, uh, okay. and Cape Town. Yeah. Well, Natal, Natal is out now. You decide between the two other two. <laughs> you decide between the other two, basically. Mm-hmm. Okay, I, 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 I'm not going to minister the word of God today. It's enough. This is heavy download, guys. Mm. If I, sit, if I sit and minister the word now, my wife is going to get upset. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I'm looking at you and God says kingdom builder. Murder. Kingdom builder. You will be the first one murdered. <laughs> Um, you're still Older. pushing. Yeah. You're still pushing through. There's a lot of light, but be ready. There's a birthing taking place inside you right now. Mm. There's a birthing taking place, and as I'm speaking to you, I can see um, there's angels encamped upon your supernatural doors, fighting and bringing you forth. Because God says there's a greater plan. Mm. Um, the dreams, the visions are going to start to flow. Prophetically into your life. There's going to be a shifting over your atmosphere. There's going to be a supernatural shifting. There's going to be alignment. I don't know, you in business? No. No. I'm the housewife at the moment. No, you're fighting it. No, this is yours. Say amen, to that. It's yours. There's something in the business sector. That's great. That's yours. With her husband. But God's going to move you up in that because I see business and I see kingdom builder. That's yours. That's your gifts. I don't. I don't. Um, can I tell you? I don't really understand much of uh, when people tell me things I get. So I need to go away and think about it. Process it and what have you. But at the same time. She's been dreaming a lot in the last, two, I would say, two weeks. Oh, I always two weeks, eh? No, yeah. I have lots of weird dreams all the time. Yeah, because you're getting attacked in the mm. spirit, because I saw it. I saw the angels of the this. Lord coming, they want to bring the message forth to you. And God wants to show you, but you're getting attacked in the spirit. Yeah. Because I could see those bindings in the spirit. It's not heavy, it's not as bad. 
you can overcome. Mm. And God says, push through that. Also, God is going to bring you forth in leadership as to raise up more intercessors, prayer warriors, to start to pray in the ministries, start to pray in the servants. It's to pray in, there's yeah. a greater mantle, there's a greater mantle coming over your, yeah. your life. Yeah. But you do not need to fear because God has his hands of protection mm. and angels are there to protect and seal that mantle. In the season, you're not going to be operating alone, even with us. Mm. God's assigning his angels. So we're not alone. He said, I've given you my word. I've sent my only begotten son. I've sent the Holy Spirit. I'm sending down the angels. Mm. So you're not alone in anything. Mm. Definitely not. So there's, there's, there's a greater thing. And it was weird that I was looking around. We are 12 here. Twelve, twelve apostles. Yeah. Government. Twelve around yeah. the table. When you spoke about the disciples, <coughs> immediately with twelve. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And you know, he said to me, "I'm going to raise up businessmen and women in the season. He's going to raise them up in the season. He's going to give them now. What we're calling for is the blueprint. You spoke about it. That's what I'm calling for. Is the blueprint right from the Father? into your life you do not need to i'm not saying no you you, you must not uh, uh, help your husband or do anything but each one of us that were created and said to be about our father we are created and said by our father we have our own plan we have our own destiny we have things but yes when we come together as husband and wives we work together there must be unity there must be unity um ephesians 5 must be applied in the marriage also and over the ministry so um, but there is a greater plan and your husband will be supportive of that plan also. And God will show it to you in a dream. All you need to do when you receive, you know, as, as Prophet spoke, he said to, uh, you know, we need to say when we accept it or not. Mm. And you say, you know what, I don't understand, I don't know. You already brought confusion to the prophecy that was given to you. That means you cut off the blessing. Mm. So that's why he was saying, I understand why you say that. Because I say to people, when we prophesy, and when we speak it into your life, you must say, Lord, I receive it. Mm. Can I just say that? It's like, it's like, it's like uh, let me speak into you a, a word now. Yeah. Now, I want to use Moses as an illustration, as an example. God gives him the patterns of the tabernacle. Most of us do not know. Moses understood nothing. Mm. Nothing. He was not a builder. He had to take that pattern. God said, take the patterns to Bezalel. Mm. Who God anointed with cunning craftsmen and skills and work in every gemstone we can find. So sometimes the word needs to be opened by somebody. Mm. You know, and, and we need to, to take the word. Once you say, say I take the word, that you said, you don't understand really, you're a bit confused sometimes because there's a level that you're at. We must admit that's a level that you're at. But what Rayma has done now is to break that level down. Mm. Mm. To break that level down. You must understand, spiritual breaking down takes place immediately. Mm. You might not hear that you are being sliced up by God's menorah blades. That's olden time. That's for being at the dawn menorah blades. We know that. For you guys, the young guys like Joe, they know Gillette. Gillette? So God comes up with his Gillette blades, Wilkinson's sword, and chops up your mindset and drops in new stuff. That's what happens to Carl now, to everybody here now. So right now, when, when I'm like this, I said, Father, take the word for Karen. 
melt it into our heart, into the deepest crevices of a soul and a spirit, in an intellect and a will and a emotions. Right now it's happening. It's like melted butter sinking into a cake or a roll that's, you know, and when you look at the roll afterwards, you don't even see the butter anymore. It's gone. That's what's happening now to you, basically. Because the, the prophetic word is so, is so valuable. They say after me, Carol, I've hid thy word. I've what? I have hid thy word. I've hid the, thy, thy word. Thy word in my heart. In my heart. That I might not sin. That I might, might not sin. Against you. Let me explain. When, when, when you take the word of God, forget sin now, and you, you hide the word of God in your heart. It's not hiding really. It's I, I accept. Mm. I embrace. I investigate. I treasure the word. Mm. And I put that word in my heart. And that word will prevent me from misrepresenting you in the word given. Mm. Have you learned something now? Mm. When the word is taken into your heart, God's got fodder to work with. Yeah. Amen? Mm. You see, that's why I say to you, when the word goes out, it's not just for the person receiving the word, mm. it's for the table. Mm. Now, can I be greedy? I take that word for myself. You know, I did find uh, people that when, uh, when I was prophesying uh, in my church and just say I brought a prophecy to you and then uh, she, the lady was sitting next to her, uh, sitting next to you, she grabbed the prophecy mm. and she got it running and she got before mm. before you could get it. As much as she took it and she ran with it, the word was not for her. No. Mm. If it's for you, it's meant for you. Uh, when we call for like when we pray and we call for the the stuffs like God's blessings overflow, everyone can grab into it, tap into it. Tap into it. But if it's specific, if the word is yeah. for you. It's yours. In the spirit, I saw like when I when I was praying for people and I say, okay, I prophesy, decree, and declare over somebody's life. You know what? Um, they're going to be getting something or. Or, or a promotion or breakthrough or something like that and these people were standing there you know acts to one mind one accord one place is so important and the person wasn't paying attention and neither did they receive the prophecy it never got to them so you can't call mm. the prophets mm. false prophets most of them want to attack the prophets and say they're false prophets but did you gather in that one mind one accord did you receive because the gathering of the saints is important being in one mind one accord is also important because what I found in the spirit is when we prophesy, also I, demons are coming mm -hmm. and they want to grab that word. Mm -hmm. So if that person, so we what? already gave the word in and that person doesn't receive, that's why if any servant, anybody that's giving a word and you know that this is from God and you know what you're praying, you didn't even pray over it, you didn't know, but it came to you. But just say, Lord, I receive it. But you reveal to me, Lord. Mm -hmm. Take it and say, Lord, you reveal to me. You show me Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. Like the dreams you're having, sometimes your dreams are not good, sometimes they're bad, sometimes you can't understand them. You need to speak to your seniors about your dreams because God's speaking to you through dreams. And because he's speaking into your dreams, you find that your, your life is like, we, we all, we, we, we caught up in the flesh. We caught up with days of activities in the flesh. And what happens is that we find that Satan also penetrates those dreams and he tried to cause confusion in the dreams. So it's, it's, it's about you talking about your dream, but if it's anything that is bad and you really felt 
not good when you gossip, that's for everyone. <coughs> and the dream was not good. Immediately before you open your mouth and speak about the dream, you need to cut it off in mm. Jesus' name. Mm. Because yeah. when you speak it off, then you're giving life to that dream for yeah. those things to happen, those bad things or whatever. But when you cut it off, then you find that you could be flowing freely. And when the dreams that are coming that are good, that God is giving you signs or whatever it is in the dream, you must say, Lord, I receive it. I receive it. And then you can speak about it. Because we need to watch. Everything is about yeah. speaking now. Because it is about the words now. The She's word, the spoken word, word the, prof the prophetic. We need, to, we need to start to speak life over every dead situation. Yeah. Speaking into the valley of dry bones, calling it to life. Speaking into sicknesses and diseases and rebuking and taking authority. Because God is doing something. We are mere His vessels, His ambassadors. The Spirit wants to work in and through us. Yeah. We cannot reject the Spirit. We have to allow the Spirit to move because the Spirit needs to move and touch and heal and deliver and also bring you out. Pastor said, we're cutting, we're uprooting, we're destroying and dismantling the kingdom of darkness. But over his children, the workers of, of, of the satanic world, we're cutting them off so that the children of God can rise. And that's what God wants us to do. Is to give rise. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I receive it. Good. <laughs> Very good. So uh, I think we, I think we're gonna close now because we can go on forever. Prophetic people do not know the word amen. <laughs> I'm serious. We don't, we don't know the word amen. We can go on and on, you know. Because yeah. let me tell you, the prophetic is, the prophetic is is like, mm. like ecstasy. It's a drug mm. in the spirit. You can go on and on and be on a high. Yes, mm, sir. Okay. But you are the father in this house. Yes. yes. You are the father. How do you know that? God is telling me that. Mm -hmm. That you are the father yeah. in this house. Yeah. And he said, you you have his disciples. Sons. Mm. Sons. Sons. Male and female. Yeah, like sons. <laughs> Just where you can edify, equip, impart, pray, <clears throat> raising up the sons and daughters. Yeah. You may look small here, but it's going to get big. Mm. And these are the people, they're going to increase. Amen. And I these are the people that are going to, be, going to be there in mm. that crusade as your armor bearers, mm. praying, interceding you know when the man of god is in the house intercession and prayer is important mm -hmm. because satan will come into any home he can go anywhere right okay and therefore god god is saying to me raise up prayer warriors intercessors yeah, yeah. to pray over your meetings because this is it may look small but it's going to get big. Now come on, move to Cape Town. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to be here for about two months. You've already been here, what, three weeks? Yeah. Why I'm saying That's me now. That's not the Lord. That's oh. me now. Mm. But sometimes, you know, you can make things the Lord's will because it's your idea. Yeah. <laughs> this, this, this region, Cape Town. It's hungry. <laughs> Starving. You know Kelly Varna? Kelly Vano was here once and he looked up the mountain and he asked somebody, can you take me to the mountain? They took him to up the mountain and on top of the mountain, Kelly Vano said this words. he prophesied over, over the whole region. He said, 
This is the table of the Lord, the mountain, mm. the table of the Lord. And on this side, there's two peaks. Mm. This side is a peak, that side is a peak. He said, this is the table of the Lord, and that's the apostle, mm. and that's the prophet. Mm. Now, people have forgotten that. Mm. But it's a confirmation. This uh, is the city. 2017, when yeah. I flew here to, Dubai, to Cape Town, I was, <coughs> I was um, on flight, and when we were coming... We were already in Cape Town, but um, the pilot was saying, um, welcome to the city of Cape Town, yeah, we're descending, and beautiful sunshine and everything. And I was sitting right at the back and I had the window seat and I was looking looking down and it was looking so beautiful from up there. And then the Lord said, shut your eyes and pray over Cape Town. So I said, okay, Lord. And I closed my eyes and I started to just pray over this over Cape Town itself and then the next minute I see him standing in the midst of Cape Town like the Statue of Liberty mm -hmm. okay and in you know the Statue of Liberty he's got something in the hand and the flames mm -hmm. I saw the flames but the Lord now he's standing humongous and I saw the flames and I said to him um, oh Lord what what next and he said right now Call down the fire of God over Cape Town. So I released, I said, Lord, we released the fire of God. And the whole thing just took off first. He took off into like a flight mode, into a plane, another plane. It went deeper into the sky and it burst and it rained down fire over Cape Town. This was 2017. And then last year, I came again to do a fast. And I know I had a lot of attacks after that fast. It was bad, very, very bad. <laughs> if it was anybody, they would have abandoned this ministry. And when I was in the fast, I said, Lord, reveal to me. You know, why are you bringing me to Cape Town all the time? Every almost all your fast. Fast. And then uh, I've done my fast. And it was after the 20th day of the fasting, we were in worship and prayer. And I just saw fire fall from the heavens and it came and it hit the land of Cape Town and it started to spread like wildfire across Cape Town and I said Lord we are to spread the gospel we are to do whatever you're calling us to do and it's like the more that I called it but it was like I was receiving it I was seeing it but now I'm sharing it so we're now releasing the fire we're calling down the fire of God to ignite. Bible is going to start in Cape Town and spread back. Mm. Yes. I'm going to challenge you now. Go to every Bible, prophetic words given over Cape Town. Yeah. Find the tongue. That's, that's a lot of that. Okay. That's a lot of that. I can mention a couple of things. Mm. The handmaidens, what do they, what do they call them? A glow woman. Mm. Woman of glow, the handmaidens of God. Normally have meetings. Yeah. Mm. And James Gall. Mm. Sometimes uh, Patrick is going to speak to him. Wendy Alec comes and speak here and so mm -hmm. And so James Cole came in into Joburg mm -hmm. and he was delayed. He was delayed. And then the first session in this basically, and the, the convener of the meeting said, Is there anybody that has a word for the people before James comes in? So a couple from, from Germany got up, they were Lutherans. You know, and they got up 
and the woman growled like a lion. They, they said it was so piercing, so riveting, that people got scared in the meeting. <coughs> and then the husband said, what you heard now was a growl that God said was going to happen in, 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 in a certain people. <coughs> and then he asked, where's Cape Town? They said, south. And said, this growl is going to happen from the south. And God's going to send revival yeah. into from the city right into Africa. Into Africa. That yeah. was the first one. Yeah. Then Reinhard Bonker had a dream about about a vision. He was standing at Musenberg, and he saw this massive wave coming in from Musenberg. Did Musenberg ever have massive waves? No. No, not really. Basically, the Atlantic yeah. Like a massive wave came in and he started to run. Mm. Only to realize it's spiritual, it's not natural. Yeah. And the wave came in, the wave did not destroy the wave, pushed everything back. Mm. But when the wave receded, everything went back in order. And God said, I'm sending the battle into the city. And the city is geared up for revival. Mm. I had a vision similar to that. I, I was standing, but it looked like Cape Town sands and beach. And um, I got to the beach, and then there was this man building a huge house. Uh, there was a church at the bottom, but he was still extending. Mm -hmm. But the wood that he was using was redwood, mm -hmm. redwood. And um, so I, I got fascinated <coughs> with it. And from the, it's on the beach. And then I go up into this uh, into this place, and I saw Jesus. Mm -hmm. Uh, sitting, um, he's busy filing and polishing and things like and then I said, but why are you working alone? I mean, you know, you could get helpers, you could get somebody. He said, no, I need to do it myself. Everything that I'm doing here, I need to complete the task myself. So he said, no, take a walk, go upstairs. And I got up and I got to the balcony and it's overlooking the beach and it's a beautiful, beautiful sunshine. And um, as I'm looking at the beach, I saw three ladies um, standing right. It was it was like a, a very low tide, but standing right on the shore, right close to those <coughs> tides. And they held hands and they were praying. Mm. I saw three ladies, but I saw the rest just enjoying themselves, mm. uh, swimming and doing all sort of things on the beach. And as I looked at these three women. From no way, there was like this huge wave that came like a tsunami. It came over the church. It came over everything and pulled everything into the ocean. And I'm standing there and I said, oh my God. But within, it happened within a blink of an eye. And but as I'm watching, it pulled everything. But these three women that are standing there and are praying, never shifted, never got moved. But trees and houses got moved in. People were sucked in, into the ocean. But when the water receded, they were still standing and praying. They didn't even know what the tsunami, tsunami like came. Yeah. They never felt it. And I said, Lord, what is this vision? And he said, we as, we can be prophets, we can be anybody in the fivefold ministry, but we need to be prayer warriors. We need to be intercessors. Because we are, the intercessors are the root people. Mm. You know, we see all the beautiful trees and the leaves and the flowers and fruits and everything. But we don't give any this, anything to the roots 
They are the ones that absorbing and giving all the nutrition and everything to that fruit, giving life to the fruit. So in ministry, it's like we are the root people. We don't need to be acknowledged by the world or whoever out there. But in the kingdom of God, he knows who we are. So he's been ministering to me. We are root people that Jesus is looking for now. Yeah. I had a word from the Lord now a month ago about the roots where he said he's building a root system that is so healthy and so intertwined that it receives its nourishment directly from the river of life of the spirit and from that root system the tree will be built up and the leaves of the trees will be for the healing of the nations even hearing me say this, you need to raise up a standard. Mm. And I always, always say to you, I love Psalm chapter 1. And you shall be like a tree planted by the rivers. Mm. Not the river, the rivers mm. of water. The only other time that rivers are mentioned is in Eden. Mm. Four rivers. Mm. I call the four rivers and you can call them Duckle or whatever, you know, mm. those things. I call him in Eden, I call him Matthew, Mark, Luke and John, mm-hmm. the Gospels. <coughs> so when you are planted in the Word of God, saturated mm-hmm. in the Word of God, you become that stronghold. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to say a word. You're just a stronghold. Mm-hmm. Automatically, you're just, you're just there. God is teaching us in the church new levels of warfare. Mm-hmm. One of the levels I've learned the last three, four months is this. This was a hard word for me. God said to me, keep quiet. I was angry. Mm-hmm. I wanted to <coughs> kill people, not literally, mm-hmm. chop their head off with the word of God. Mm-hmm. God said, keep quiet. And told God said to me, they don't just shut up. <laughs> and I shut. And then the Lord said to me, the biggest weapon of warfare is silence. And he opened mm. not his mouth. Mm. Remember Jesus said, I can, I can call 10,000 angels and they can take you off right now. Mm. But he opened not his mouth. Mm. One, of the, one of the weapons this season is silence. Mm. Let the world go on. Let them walk naked, whatever, demonstrate and protest, whatever. Silence. Mm. Let the Woolworths have the pride campaign in their shops. <coughs> Silence. I don't care if they if they dropped in profit or whatever, or they made more profit. I don't care about it. Silence. God says, "Shh." We still know that I'm God. Mm-hmm. One of the weapons we need to bring back in the church. Mm-hmm. The Pentecostal and the Charismatic season mm-hmm. has taught us banning and losing. Badly. Mm. But this season, finding and losing. Keep quiet. Let the word defend itself. Mm. Amen? Mm. Can we have the table of the Lord now? The, sorry, the Holy Spirit says you've made your connection in Johannesburg before you arrived here. Now you've made your connection in Cape Town. Mm. An alignment. Mm. Mm. That's your 
Yeah, just just come on, 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 and also, you also have... It's not me, it's God. And you also have roots in Jobe because you are originally from Jobe. And you have roots in, in Natal because baby is originally from Natal. Oh, but you also need to For many years. Yeah. I'm telling you right now, you need to learn where God has put his finger on. In regions. And your spiritual father is from... I don't know if you want to say when I went to Phoenix, we went together, you and me. I said to myself, gosh, the saying you must choose a better place to operate from. <laughs> All you see is, is hills and temples, hills and temples, you know. I said, my God, what is this? And then there was a flood here, a flood there. Said, uh -uh. And he's there now. He says, I'm staying here. The church Sometimes. is very really heavy on Phoenix, <coughs> the floods, the yeah. rides, the yeah. everything. But you else. know what, before we get into the spiritual thing of Phoenix, you know, and the floods and stuff like that, we know <coughs> that there's monsoon rains coming from Mozambique every year. And then when it goes out there in, in Mozambique, it comes down to Swaziland and then to Durban. <coughs> And right now there's 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 like there's like rains in Durban, am I right? There's rains in Durban, and I'm telling you there's gonna be floods again. Mm. And the people that don't listen, that stay on the river edges, yes. they're gonna feel it. Mm. Don't pray for them, you disobedient. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious, don't pray. If God says if you know for a fact it's gonna come, it's like the hill ski river in Durban. <laughs> it, it floods there every year. And then the people squat there. Mm. And then people come and say, we must help the people. No, let them extend their tent somewhere else, but go and stay somewhere else. Stay away from rivers when it's flooding. <coughs> Please. Sometimes, you know, we, we, we pray for nonsense. Okay, I'm done. I don't want to go with that now. We can have the communion table of the Lord. Okay. <coughs> this table of the Lord. We didn't serve the table of the Lord for three, four weeks now. But, but we're going to serve the table of God with a special meaning. I want this word that dropped today to be fastened to our hearts by the table of the Lord. So as we go around, take your, take your wine. Mm -hmm. don't, don't, don't let your eyes shine like that. It's not real wine. Why do we call you Lander? I'm just joking. I'm just talking. Thank you, Lander. Just take your glass, you know, and... I told you already, some churches, you know, when they serve the real Nachmal in the uh, table, they that step wine. The children sip with the glasses afterwards and they lick it out. <laughs> because they want that wine, they want the wine. Okay, okay we can have this by the past. It's coming this way around, Yeah, that's right. I have learned the table of the Lord was practiced, was practiced daily in the early church. I've learned that. We will read Acts chapter 2. Else will tell you. How, how we have a scripture that we are based upon. Acts chapter 2. They continued steadfastly 
Yeah. And the Apostles' Doctrine, Fellowship, Breaking of Bread and Prayer. Another one. That's our doctrine. Thank you. Where's your... Uh, Good, Brian? You got? Yes. Another one. Everybody got? No, they're not. And then on to Dawn. Yeah. Uh, and then yes. Joan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Everybody's got? Everybody's got? I think she's just taking us up here to the toilet. Yeah. Okay, we're... We're not excluding the LCB because she's here with us in spirit, basically. Mm -hmm. Can we wait for her? Yes, we're going to wait for her. Did you, did you enjoy today? Absolutely. The presence of the Lord, the word of knowledge, the word of wisdom, mm -hmm. you know, the prophetic word. <laughs> Many of you might not have seen this, mm -hmm. but there was a great discernment <coughs> here on the table. I mean, you know, when, you, when you're dealing with the prophetic, you've got to discern. Mm -hmm. Is this the right time to say a word? Mm -hmm. What if it's not the right time? Mm -hmm. What if I'm wrong? Like the word, I took a big chance now to tell the lady, I see a word, leave. Mm -hmm. And I used my own strategy. Mm -hmm. I didn't say the word, I said spell the word. Mm -hmm. And I don't know what school she went to, but she took quite some time. <laughs> 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 right. But after some time, you know, 15 minutes. At least we know you. I'm joking, I'm joking. Most at least we know you can spell it. I can spell it. Yeah. In, in today, I can. Sometimes I get mixed up. Yeah. Sometimes I, I, I can't spell the word no. Yeah. And towel. Towel. That's that's language towel. Towel. You can laugh at that. And then I said that. Who? That I said that. You will never do that with the past day of the future. So I'm sending you back.